so hard. The amount of times I've been up to my neck in it, trying to dig into clay. And with all my effort, all I seem to bring out is a little teaspoon worth of dirt. But once the foundations are set, then you can get to work. And that's a bit like us. That Jesus has been digging into you. He's been digging and setting a place for him to set his presence. So you can be with him. A bit like sand. On its own. It's very unspectacular, isn't it? Unless you like playing with sand. But if you're going to make foundations, you're going to need sand. As well as the hole. You're also going to need concrete. So let's imagine the sand is Jesus. Let's imagine that the concrete is the Father. And they're all mixed in together. You can't, although they're different parts, you cannot separate them. Does anyone want to separate the sand and the concrete? Do you want to come and help? Come up. Yes! I like volunteers. Yes! Come here, young man. Give us high five. Oh my gosh, that was high. No, come back, come back. I need you, I need you. What's your name? Nikki. Nikki. Come here. So can you mix this for me? So the sand is like Jesus and the concrete is like God and they're all mixed together. So you mix them. Fantastic. Have you done, have you done this before? No. Your dad's going to get your building. Hey. But they still don't work fully, do they? Because... For them to be really bound together, we need the Holy Spirit. And we pour a bit of that in. Now, Nikki, we need to start mixing. Can you start mixing? Go on, you start mixing. Isn't he doing a great job, eh? Hey, look at that. Hey, and then we put a bit more water in. I'm not sure if I've got enough water, but it'll be fine. And then we mix a bit more. And as it mixes, it starts to become a bit more sloppy. And we can start to use that. So here we have the Father, the Son, and the Spirit all mixed in. And once they're mixed in, you cannot separate We're doing a very good job here. Look at that. But then we need foundations. This is you. And you might feel a bit like this, this morning. A bit dirty. Got a few patches to keep you together. Maybe you're feeling empty. And this morning, what we are expecting, good man, is for God to fill his presence as we be with him. <laughs> Your dad's telling you what to do. That's it, we're mixing. Oh, no! <laughs> Slop it in. Keep on going. You're doing a great job. Look at that. So as we be, be with Jesus this morning, we're trusting. Oh, well, thank you, Alex. We're trusting that as we be with him, he is going to 
not only see us and maybe some of our emptiness, but he's going to fill us with his presence. You've got the job. You carry on. You're doing fantastic. Are you, are you, are you a bit tired? Yeah. I tell you what, I'll let you off. Come and see me in a bit and I'll get, hang on a minute. A worker is worth his wages. Here we are. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> He's weird. Yes. Everyone's like, please, Gavin. I've got no more money. Being with Jesus. Becoming like Jesus, that he fills and starts to shape around us. So that when he wants to use us, we are a firm foundation. That's our prayer this morning. We're going to be with Jesus. We're going to allow him to fill us with himself, Father, Son and Spirit. So we can... Do what he did. And I'm expecting you to do what he did today. So you might be sat there and you might hear God speak. Come and share it. Or you might be looking around the room. And you might just look at someone and feel God say, go and tell them something. I don't know what it is. It might be, Igor, you're a very handsome young man. <laughs> I'm glad to see you this morning I'm glad that you're here it might be just a word of encouragement or it might be a word of prophecy that God wants to unlock something in you through someone else are we ready for that this morning are we ready for our foundations to be filled I am I need it and guess what I know that you need it as well. And anyone who says otherwise, you're a liar. Lying. <laughs> we cannot ever hold the fullness of God. But we can be topped up a bit more. Let's pray. So God, I just thank you for this morning. I thank you that your spirit is here. I thank you that we are on holy ground. I thank you that we are together. And I thank you that your word of truth can bring light to us this morning. That we can be with you. That we can be filled with you. And we can be used by you. For your glory we pray. Amen.
The Lord is saying for all who are fearing today, fear not, because he's with you always. He'll always be with you. He loves you all. And just fear not at all. Just look towards him, because he's always there. His, his promises are good. His loving is good. So please, fear not at all. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for taking me out of my darkness into your glorious light.
anyone's seen a bunch of keys, they're mine. I don't know where I put them. Anyway, hey, praise the Lord. Ask and you will receive, seek and you will find. So we have some notices. I'm going to hand over to Dave just for a minute while he's going to share the notices. Uh, have a blessed time, children. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thank you. Alex, has Alex gone? Someone from um, who's running the thing we do in the summer, at the end of the summer, hol Holiday Club. Who's, who's on Holiday Club? Who knows, who knows when we're doing the next Holiday Club? Alex, Alex is the key contact. Do you know when the next yeah. meeting is? Yeah. Helen's going to look in her um, organising facilities and will let us know. The reason I wanted to start with Holiday Club was um, last year uh, we really struggled to put on the Holiday Club week because we did, just didn't know what restrictions and uh, lockdown was going to be. So what we did was we did a, a Saturday um, kind of fun day where we had bouncy castles and food and hook a duck and I don't know, loads of stuff. It was great. We must have had 100 people from the, um, from the, the, the community or more join us. Um, and it just felt like this is part of what church should be. Um, we, th this was great. This was church in the community. Um, so on the 2nd of June, um, we've got, a, um, we've got a, a special bank holiday to ce celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. Get this right, which I can't remember how many years that is. 70, 70 years, um, which is a real blessing to us as a, as, as a nation, I think. Um, uh, whatever your views on the monarchy are, we'll leave that to one side. Um, but um, it's, a it's an opportunity for us as a, as a community, as, as a nation, um, to um, take some time away from work, take some time away from doing lots of things. So we're going to have a similar um, uh, fun day, but we're actually going to do it as church. So it's a Thursday, is the 2nd of June, rather than the Sunday. Um, so we're thinking that that, that Thursday would, would be church. We're, we're asking ourselves, where do we invest our time and effort? And sometimes that's about being, looking wider and being, being more, more than what we're doing on Sunday. Um, so for that long bank holiday weekend, church, the church coming together as a body, because that's what the church is, 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 is as a body, will meet on, uh, on the Thursday. We need to put together a um, time and what's going to happen. It'll probably be for over several hours because we're going to have a bouncy castle and put some food on, which might... Rodeo. Yeah, we, <laughs> rodeo, maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the food might be cooked on a barbecue, might have to work that out. We don't know the details yet. We'll tell you over the coming weeks what that's going to look like and the sort of timings of it, but that will be church. That will be the, uh, us as a church body coming together to meet and, and, and worship God, but it'll be very um, public-facing. Uh, there'll be fun and games. It'll be a great opportunity to engage, and we really want to invite our community who, who live around here uh, to come and join us. Um, Opportunity for prayer. Not sure exactly how we're going to do it all, but it will come together. Just giving you a for, for, fair warning of that. With also in our mind that actually that weekend is probably when a lot of you may want to kind of go and spend time away on a holiday or seeing friends and family because it's a lot of time off that we wouldn't normally get. So it's also about kind of giving, releasing you to have that time away, but also have that time together on the Thursday, the 2nd of June. So please... Um, Please kind of listen in the forthcoming uh, weeks as we um, actually put a plan together, but that's what our thoughts are. Um, so I'm working back to front. So um, August the 20th is, is a holiday club. We're actually going to do a full week this time. Um, Alex, other people start announcing that. 22nd. Um, 2nd of June. 2nd of June will be um, a special one-off. Um, maybe not a one-off, maybe we'll do it again. Um, but it'll be a time when we're doing church on a Thursday. It's a bank holiday. But the Sunday, we're not 
um, planning to do anything significant, it might be one or two people around come and just do something low key, but the, we won't be doing a, um, a big thing like, like this. Um, coming back, on the, any questions? We haven't got a plan yet. We will have a plan. If you've got ideas, let us know, and we, we can build that into the plan. Um, on the fifth Sunday, the 15th of um, May, we're going to have a special church meeting uh, where we want, to, um, nom we want to vote onto our eldership group, our eldership team. There's only three of us at the moment. We really need four. We're looking for five or six. Um, really want to encourage you to, to think and, and pray and talk to those people who are near, nearest and dearest to you. Um, if, you're, if you're a member of, of, of this church, if you're partnering with us as a member of this church, then, then you're able to be an elder. Please talk to those around you. Come and talk to myself, Gavin, Lou, um, as, as current elders, about your thoughts on that. Um, we'll, we'll be putting up a sheet of paper on the notice board, the green-edged notice board, um, uh, where you can put your nomination down. You will need to get an existing member uh, or two members, one to propose you and one to second you. Um, and please come and talk to us as well. Um, really need to broaden and widen that group of, of elders. Um, really want to encourage those who, who see opportunities and have a heart to, heart to lead and heart to serve um, to come and join us. Um, so that'll be the 15th, Sunday the 15th of May. I think we'll probably just do it as a continuation of the church service. Um, it will be about 15 minutes. If you're, if you're partnering, partnering with us as a member, it will be really good that you, um, that you uh, really make an extra special effort to be there because we, we do need a certain amount of us to be quiet to make that a valid vote as well. Um, men's group Thursday, Gavin. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we have two, two kind of regular events going on. We have, um, we have choir, often on a Thursday, which is great. We have men's group often on a Thursday as well. But we do tend to alternate those on different weeks. Yes. <laughs> if you want to do communal singing, really harmonise and have that uh, um, community of worship, um, that comes with, even if it's a secular song, it's still, um, let us uh, praise God with our voices. It depends what we're singing. Um, please talk to Maz. Um, if you um, want to join in the men's group, I'll leave that to, for you to work out. Um, come and talk to, talk to Gavin. No. no. Sorry, we're not overly um, PC on that. The, the men can join the choir, by all means. The men's group's exclusive. You have to be of a certain type to join. No, person. Um, <laughs> anything else? Any more notices? My wife's telling me to stop digging a hole. <laughs> Liz. Helen Sirrup's an absolute champion of faith on this estate. Uh, she's done an amazing um, t time and duty of service to Hope Housing, which is a significant um, homeless charity in, the, in this um, city. Um, so if you know Helen, if you know that project, or if you want to honour the work that's going on there, um, speak to Liz. Thank you. Also, Helen is uh, someone we support as a church financially. Um, but it's not just with money that we like to do, we like to do it with uh, faith. Um, so please do. If you can't make tomorrow and you know Helena Hope Housing, um, please do at 1.30 spare, a uh, couple of minutes just to throw up a few prayers of blessings. Now you'll be glad to know that I'm going to stop talking. Igor's falling asleep. Yeah. Well, welcome back. <laughs> hey, we're going to watch a video.
had to go. He had to let go. And I don't know what it was like for the disciples, that sense of being lost. They met the living God. There was this man who just carried something, said things that they've never heard before, made them feel like there is hope, that God has a plan. And we know that Jesus was the fulfillment of God's plan for you and for the whole of creation. But if we just spend just a couple of minutes just thinking about those disciples that they have witnessed Jesus in action, but they also witnessed his death. And that sense of just feeling lost. I feel that we're in a place of what's next. I think the last few years have drawn us to these questions of what, what is all this about God? Is there a God? If there is a God, why do all these things happen? And we, most, for most of us, we have seen the promises of God. We have felt the presence of God. We've heard his words through the Bible, through worship, through preachers, through creation. And there's been moments in our lives that have just made sense, that it just felt right. And in them moments, you probably had peace and felt, yes, you are my God. But there's times where we get, just like the disciples, where we're just like, what's next? I'm lost. I don't hear the word of God. I don't feel his presence. He may feel like he's sometimes still in the grave to you. That you have forgotten the resurrection life of Jesus. And that he's very much alive. And he's stood at the right hand of the Father praying prayers for you. He's interceding for you. He's saying to his father, don't forget Louise. I know she's a bit crackers. <laughs> no, that's me. This is my daughter who I love. And there might be a sense that you are desperate to know what is next. God, what are you doing? Just like the disciples. And just like the disciples, you might miss Jesus. There he was walking alongside them. And you, they didn't recognize him, but there was something about him. The way he spoke, the way he brought knowledge and understanding. But still they didn't recognize until the moment he blessed. He broke the bread. Where are you at this morning? Are you in that place of God? What is next? I really don't know. Well, to help us think about this a bit more, I want to invite Joan up. Joan is, I would say, he's like the matriarch of our church. She's <laughs> the unseen glue that keeps us on the straight and narrow, particularly me, because she's very good at reminding me of things that should be done. Or sometimes give me a gentle prod as, as well as encouragement. But Joan carries wisdom. And she has poured so much into Buttershaw. And her story of what next and her insight is, I feel, is something we just need to hear this morning. Hello, everyone. Thank you for that. Um, I don't know about being the matriarch, but I'm the oldest one here, so... Okay. Um, so, Guy asked me if I, if I had any thoughts about this whole subject of what next. What next? I think all of us 
Uh, those individuals, those groups have faced that time, what next? Maybe when we left school, what next? Maybe events happened in our lives, what next? And there are lots of examples in the, in the Bible too. I think I'll have it. I'm at that stage where I can sort of see, but I can't see. <laughs> and my writing's not very brilliant either. Um, the, 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 throughout the Bible, there's examples of people say, what next? What next? Thinking about Abraham leaving the, um, his town, God said to him, move. And he, so he, he travels and he so, okay, so what next? Think of the Israelites leaving um, Egypt, being liberated. They were liberated from s- slavery, but then what next? And it took them a long time, 40 years wandering around the wilderness before they, they could see what next, and they had a lot of learning to do. And Jesus himself as a human, would be faced with, what next? I think of him after his baptism, how he comes out of the water and hears God's voice, you are my beloved son. And he has to go off into the wilderness to work out with God, what next? What next? And he sees that there are different ways to do it, but they weren't right. And God shows him the true way. And I feel, too, when he was in the garden before his, his death, being crucified, he was there with God. I've got this far, Lord. What next? I don't like what's ahead of me. What next? Do I really have to go this way? See what I've written now. So as a church, we, in many ways, are facing this challenge, what next? And I think the whole episode of COVID and everything has brought us to the point of saying, okay, well, so what's next? Things are different. They're not the same as they were. Everything in the world is changing. It was changing before, but it seems to have brought it to a focus point. And is the church, as we used to do it, is it relevant for today's new world? And so we as a church need to think about what next. So if as a church we're thinking about what next, it's certainly not the first time that this has happened I've been here around over 30 years, and there's been a lot of different times when we thought, okay, God, so what next? It has certainly happened at the very be- before and I came in the 80s. The church was thinking, we need to be relevant. What next? And the result of that was reaching out into the community and the birth of the, the, our family cent- of the family centre. But now we're in another position of, what next? What next? Sorry about this with my glasses. <laughs> so when we come to a point like this, it's very easy for everyone to have their ideas and say, well, I think we should do this. I think we should do that. How about this? How about that? And often it's the people with the most loudest voice with the most forceful personality and their ways will go and it wasn't necessarily be the right way. And so to discover what is God's way, we need, first of all, as Helen has said earlier, to be with God, to be with him, to be soaked in him. And it's only then that we can hear him 
listen to him. What do you want, God? What is your way forward? And that together we can seek God's will, listening to what he has to say. But then when we find the way, when, when we, it becomes clear that this is what God wants us to do, we say, okay, let's go for it. Let's get on with it. And it's going to mean change, inevitably. Are we prepared for change? Are we prepared for doing things differently? Like not having...